We give you thanks for the testimony and the witness that Christ made and left for us in his actions, in his activities uh, in that upcoming week. Well, Lord, we give you thanks for the example that we have to not just uh, repeat in words what Christ has done, but to, to be repetitive in those actions. So we ask that you would use us right now, open up our minds, our hearts, and our spirits, that we may hear your word, that we may hear your word, uh, uh, and, and, and your word be made uh, uh, come perfect in our lives. So Lord, bless us as we come together, one mind, one spirit, and let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in our sight. Oh Lord, our strength and our redeemer, it's in the mighty and precious name of Jesus we pray, and God's people said, Amen. 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 Palm Sunday 2021, our triumphant entry. Uh, if we were to, if, if you have your Bibles open, you see that the, the heading above, uh, ab above that particular text may have something that says uh, made alive in Christ. That would be the heading of the chapter, made alive in Christ. But if you were to look at the fullness of the, the, the purpose of this book, Ephesians, it is practical ways to fulfill God's purpose in the church. Mm. Let me say that again practical ways to fulfill God's purpose in the church. And let me once again go back to that verse 10, for we are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Here we're talking about God's wisdoms, God's forethought, and God's purpose for us. Think about that now. God's wisdom, God's forethought, and God's purpose for us. We are God's workmanship. Hallelujah. Hmm? We are God's workmanship. Created in Christ Jesus to do what? Good works. Good works. Which God has prepared in advance for us to do. Mm. Uh, let me stop there and, and, and just say this. If we were to go back to Isaiah, the 42nd chapter, the ninth verse, it says, see the former things have taken place and new things I declare before they spring into being. Mm. I announce them before you. See, the former things have taken place, and no, new things I declare. Before they spring into being, I announce them to you. In other words, God gives his word to God's people before, God's go into, before God goes into action. There is nothing that has happened in history that God did not tell God's people about in advance. The question is, are we listening? Mm. Are we listening to God? Do you hear what I hear? Do you see what I see? God has declared that God was going to do a, do a new thing. And behold, 
that new thing has sprung up before us. <clears throat> and I guess you would ask, what are you talking about, Pastor? Well, I'm glad that you asked. <laughs> what I'm talking about is, is this new thing God is doing with all of creation, not just human beings, but it's with all creation that God is doing this new thing. It's called evolution. Somebody say evolution. 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 Now, now, let me start with, with this, this thing. Uh, 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 we, we, we don't need to rehearse over and over again as, as we go into our triumphant entry. We don't need to rehearse over and over again what Jesus did. We know what Jesus did. We've been hearing that all of our lives. It's good to know that. Oh, and I love to tell the story. But what we should be about is following the examples of Christ and living godly lives. It's not about putting our hand up in our ear and I heard. It ain't about what you heard. It's what you know. What do you know? <laughs> this new thing that God is doing with all creation, it's, it begins with the waning of religion. Uh, Tamla Mann wrote the song a few years ago, Take Me to the King. And it was a testimony against the church. She said, I'm all churched out. I'm hurt. And I'm confused. I need to pray, Lord, where are you? Mm -hmm. The problem is not with God. It's not with spirituality. The problem is with the church. The church has done more damage. Well, let me stop. The church has, been, has done just as much damage as it has done good. Oh, you don't have to say amen. I don't need an amen. I'm going to keep going anyway. <laughs> Take me to the king. I want to see that. I, I need to get past all this superficial stuff and get to the to the essence of life, the essence of living, the essence of my relationship with yes. God, yes. my spirituality. Teach me. So religion, the waning of religion. What is religion? Religion is repetition. When I was pastoring, I had members who came to church religiously. Hallelujah. They came. Uh, they didn't come necessarily spiritually, <laughs> but they were religious in their, in their presence. Mm -hmm. uh, somebody here know what I'm talking about. Yes. The, 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 the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over wow. again and expecting different results. That's what we've been about in the church, doing the same thing over and over and over again and looking for different results. Mm. Let me put it to you this way. Uh, I used to have to break it down to my congregation a little bit more. And so let me break it down to you like this. If you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always gotten. Ooh. Wow, that's good, sir. Can I say that again? Come on. If you, if you always good. do what you've always done, You'll always get what you've always got. Hallelujah. I wonder if you'll say that with me. If you always, always do what you've what you always, always done, done, 
You'll always, always get, get what you what always, you always got. got. And I want to ask you, is that good enough? No. no. Thank you. That's not good enough. Oh, 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 oh I, I'm gonna go back to my to my to my days and where I'm like BB King. I want more. <laughs> enough is not enough. I want more. Yes. God has promised the world to me. God has promised good to me. So why should I not want the good God has promised? Yeah. No. That's good. We used to sing, "Give me that old time religion." Give me that old-time religion. Give me that old-time religion. It's good enough for me not. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right, sir. <laughs> it's not good enough. It can be better. It ought to be better. It needs to be better. And it's up to us to endure our triumphant entry to make it better. That's our calling. A charge to keep our hand. A God to glorify. A never dying soul to save. To fit it for the sky. To serve this present age is my calling to fulfill. I don't know what you've been called. Why you've been called. But my calling to fulfill is to fit every dying soul for the sky. So let me all my powers engage and do my master's will. Yes. He's called me. He's called you. He's called us for such a time as this. When God has shut down the whole world, shut down all creation so that he can do things anew or fresh, get us thinking differently. The church is not going to be the same when we get finished with this pandemic. Mm -mm. Speaking of pandemics, in Isaiah 65, the 17th verse, Behold, I will create a new heaven and a new earth. Former things will not be remembered, neither will they come to mind. <laughs> we talk about the good old days, the good old days. Well, the truth is, people of God, these are the good old days. Mm. These are the good old days. And it's important that we recognize and that we embrace new values. Come on now. Mm. New values. What are you talking about, Pastor? What are you talking about, new values? Mm -hmm. Well, if we are to be a part of this new thing God is doing, we have to understand that life is the highest value in the universe. I'm gonna let that sit for a minute. Yeah. Let it marinate as they say. Life is the highest value in the whole universe. The sacredness of life. Our biological immortality should be our Highest goal. That should be the new religion. What are you talking about? It's not about, uh, I, let, let me say it, put it this way. What is the number one enemy of life? Death. Yeah. Death. So why are we not fighting death? Why do we embrace death? 
Why do we do things that allow death to occur instead of avoiding? Why are we not trying to preserve life? Why are we not taking better care of our of our lives, our body, of our system, so that we may have immortal life here on earth? When God said God was about to do a new thing, and when Jesus and John the Baptist came declaring that the kingdom of heaven was, was coming to earth, people of God, let me suggest to you that the kingdom of heaven was surely coming to earth, but it was sabotaged by the, by the church. The church sabotaged the coming of the kingdom. Instead of building the kingdom of heaven, we began building the kingdom of the church. Come on, you preach it. Come we on, built Jesus. the institution of the church. You preach it and that's what amen. people are rejecting right now. They're rejecting the institution of the church. They're looking for God. Hallelujah. And so we should be doing everything that we could to preserve our, our biological immortality. Our goal should be eternal life here on earth. Come on now. Somebody need to hear this today. And how do we do that? This new religion, as we make our triumphant entry into this new religion, we have to think different. Neo-thinking. New thinking. Neo. Just think about the networking ability of the church. If we were to, let, let me stop here. Jesus, God bless his precious name. Let's think about this for a minute, just for a minute. What was the ministry of Jesus? What was the essence of his ministry? The essence. It was addressing public health. And it was addressing the social determinants that the people had. It was public health and social justice. Social justice. Come on, feed these ears, sir. If the church was preaching more social justice and public health, the lives of the people that we're called to serve would be much better. Again, it's not about what we heard. It's about what we know. And if we know that our Redeemer lives and that we know that God is able, we shouldn't just be talking about it. We should be demonstrating it. We, the church does a wonderful job in feeding the homeless. Mm -hmm. We've done a great job throughout history feeding the homeless. We take pride in the work that we have done in feeding the homeless. And perhaps we should, except I want to remind you of one small issue. They're not hungry, they're homeless. <laughs> okay. Are you with me? What are we doing to address the real needs? See, we're putting a Band-Aid on cancer when we give them food. We're saying, we're going to give you food and you go on about your business. Mm -hmm. You'll still be homeless, but we'll, we'll feed you. Mm -hmm. But what happened to if you... Give a man a fish, he'll eat for a day. But if you teach that man to fish, he'll eat for a lifetime. That's good. Mm -hmm. I heard it. Yeah. That's good, sir. Mm -hmm. we, we need to be enabling people to eat for a lifetime, not just for a day. Yes. We yes. need to improve their quality of life. Yes, sir. That's a calling. 
That's our charge, the new church. That's our charge to improve the quality of life of the people that we have, that we've been called to serve. The networking ability of the church to reach the common person where they are. People, common needs being met, being serviced. The great value of the church awaits before us when we serve the common needs. Let's break it down to the common denominator. There are just 12 things that people need in their lives, just 12 things. In order to live what we call a good quality of life. I'm going to give you a few of them. I won't give you all 12, but just think about it. It's education, it's transportation, it's good health, access to health, it's housing, employment, a way, a way to earn a life. Those are, that's, everybody around the world needs those basic necessities. Am I right about it? Yes. And what would happen yes, if the church would engage in those basic 12 issues of social justice and public health, a breakthrough to the next level of building the kingdom of heaven here on earth would evolve as we proclaim, as was proclaimed by Jesus and John the Baptist, taking care of our bodies, our health, which begins with our diet. <laughs> yes. It begins with our diet. There was a, a young woman who wrote a poem that she read at her grandmother's funeral. And her grandmother had died from diabetes. And she concluded her poem by saying, now, after this funeral service is over, we're going to go downstairs in the basement and eat the same food to kill my grandmama. Whoa. I know you got that. Yeah. BD. We are killing the people who come to our, to our church with the food that we feed them. We're killing the very people that we're called to make alive in Christ by how we treat them in their diet. We're not helping them to live long lives. We're helping them to end their lives. We need to address our, our diet, the hunger and the cravings and compare that to when we are really and truly full, instead of eating just because it's before us, but eat because you have a need, not because it's there. The essence of the common denominator to what is the meaning of life? What is the meaning of life? The meaning of life is happiness. Am I right about it? What is happiness? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> happiness is adding value to others. Wow. When I add value to your life, Amen. that gives me happiness. That gives me joy. <laughs> when Pastor Carol asked me to do this message, I didn't have 12 hours to prepare. I didn't have 12 hours but it meant something to me to be ready to respond to her because here's one thing. If she, if she says pastor, that means one thing to me. 
If she says to me, Dr. Keene, that means something. She wants some information. If she says, Pastor, she wants me to do something. There are different uh, terminologies <laughs> that she may have to get me to know where, where, how she wants me to respond. And that's because of the relationship that we enjoy, that we share. But it gives me joy to be able to make her happy as my friend. Amen? Amen. To be able to bring a value to her life gives me joy. The civilization of our lives, our homes, our communities, our cities, our nation, globally, the universe, the universal civility is important at this time in our creation. Happiness is important to sustain any relationship. It is of utmost importance that happiness be in marriage and in the family. If a family is not happy, that family is not going to stay together. If a man and a woman are not happy, they're not going to stay together. Not very long. There's too much tension. The family must find ways to have fun to enjoy each other and to value the contribution each member brings to the family core or to the family team. We don't all bring the same thing, but we have, okay. to, we have to celebrate the value each person brings to that relationship, to the family relationship. Celebrate that. No matter yes. how small yes. or bigger it may be, yes. your gifts are not my gifts, and my gifts are not your gifts, but I can celebrate what God is doing in you. Come on. Hallelujah. Amen. We are made alive in Christ. That's what this heading says. And again, I want to end for we are God's workmanship, people. We are created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. We shouldn't be surprised. God has already said, behold, I'm about to do a new thing and it springs up before you. Do you not perceive it? Don't you see what God is about to do? So I shared with you in the beginning of this message that this was a prophetic word. I believe that God has called us now to embrace what God is about to do in this creation, that we march in with holy boldness, triumphantly receiving God's purpose in our lives because he's already prepared us for it. He's prepared us for it. We're ready. Amen. Amen. I heard the Lord saying, Warriors arise. Warriors arise. <laughs> yes. So as a descendant of the tribe of Judah, as a former member of the Illinois chapter of the Black Panther Party, <laughs> ah, ah, I like you. <laughs> as a redeemed man in Christ Jesus, I stand for to arise to the challenge, to the goal, to the call that God has placed in my life. Amen. To do this new thing that God is calling me to do in this new age. Yes. To the glory of God. Yes. 
I have heard of a land in a faraway strand. Tis a beautiful song of the soul built by Jesus on high. There we never should die. Tis a land where we'll never grow old. Never grow old. Never grow old. Tis a land where we'll never grow old. Oh, Never grow old. Never grow old. Tis a land where we'll never grow Grow old. God bless you. God bless you. <laughs> Yes, God. Thank you, you Lord. Yes, Lord. There is no way he was not on earlier. Our pastor Mahone says, be kings and enter into the royal court. And he says, warriors Mm. arise. In other words, get ready for your (laughs) triumph entry. Don't come half stepping. Do it and do it. That's right. right. You prepare to go. Do it and do it right. I don't know about you, but I don't want to get up in there and they have me some Burger King crown on my head. I want some jewels and all that stuff. And the man of God just came and gave us some some extra. <laughs> Is there any comments <laughs> <or> questions? <laughs> Y'all see, listen here. I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot from this man of God. He's got a lot of wisdom. And when I get off the phone talking to him, many times I'm just like <sighs> looking at my paper, taking notes. And he don't even know he's teaching me. He's just holding the conversation, but I just be writing it all down. It's the wise man of God. God Thank you so much. Any questions, can, comments? Can we can we call can we call Pastor out of retirement? <laughs> can, we <put> our- <laughs> that part. can we call him out? Right. He's on point. On point. Yes. Fred, where you at? Do you have any questions or comments, sir? I enjoyed it immensely. And I would love to have him back again and again and again. Yeah, me too. That's Amen. open invitation. Whenever he says, hey, I'm Rob, just want to come on. Like, come on. Oh, by the way, my sister, my sister in Chicago enjoyed him also. Awesome. God bless, oh, bless you. Anybody bless else? I'm one of them crazy. I'm one of them crazy West Side boys from Chicago. <laughs> really? You're from Chicago? Oh, yeah. For sure. <laughs> what high school? Marshall Commando. Oh, I'm from Crane. Oh, man. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of here. Crane, that's Crane down and, the street, y'all. That, Crane that's, and West- that's, our rival, that's our rival school. That's what I thought. We had, I thought we, had, we, we, had a, we had a saying, we lose the game, but we'll win the fight. Oh, <laughs> we, we to win the fight. But I'm also from Westinghouse. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I lived on Homan and Fulton, bro. 
Okay. <laughs> well, you know, we know the spot. That's I'm, it. I'm from, That's it. I'm from K-Town. Uh-oh. God bless you. I know something about that K-Town, yeah. Like, like yeah. I said, I, I was blessed. <laughs> I was blessed to uh, have been recruited, recruited and served uh, under Fred Hampton in the oh. Illinois chapter of the Black Panther Party. Uh, and before that, I was blessed as I was a student at the Marshall. Uh, I worked at a place called uh, the Project House on Jackson in Central. And that was a place where the American Friends Service Committee operated. And they were the people who were responsible for bringing Dr. King into Chicago during that time. Um, so God has blessed me to uh, have uh, had good exposure over my life, over my life and uh as as they say, it brought me a mighty long way. Hallelujah! Hallelujah. Young boys, don't let the gray hat get you twisted, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else? Man, anyone else? Prophet is grand. Yes, I just thank God. The listening to your message this morning, how God always confirms what He has for us, and. The seed planting that we started in the beginning, God just came along and just planted that seed, planted more crops in that field. Amen. And how you came along with the same scripture that I had used earlier, our mm. God's going to do a new thing. And it was just, I just was smiling because I know God was confirming to us what he was telling us. Amen. He's doing a new thing, saying, Yes, sir. Yes, sir. No matter what the enemy says, God's going to accomplish the things that he has started in us. Amen. And I thank God for that triumphant word. It encourages us just to hang in there in spite of. Amen. 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 Carla, do you have Amen. anything you'd like to say? Yeah, I really enjoyed your uh, message, sir. Praise Glad God. Participate. Praise God. Evangelist. No merit of my own, I claim. <laughs> I just like to say thank you for that message. I received every bit of it. It Praise was God. really great and deep. Praise God. Hope to hear you from you. Hope to hear from you again soon. Well, let, let me say, uh, Pastor called me out this morning. <laughs> and um I want you all to know that as I go into this new thing that God has called me to do, I'm entering ministry a different way. I'm doing ministry a different way. Wow. Uh, and that is, uh, I, I recently bought 14 acres of land and I'm opening up an outdoor gun range so that our people can be trained, trained and, and comfortable with working with weapons. Uh, I, I see this as a teaching ministry uh, of a different level, different degree, but preparing us for the future. I don't know what the future is going to be be like, but I certainly want to be ready. Come on, get okay. it. I want my children on, to be ready. And... <laughs> He's saying the word now. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, come on, make your triumphant entrance to this gun range and get trained uh -huh. another way. Yes. You know, and uh, this matter of fact, this passage of scripture that I use, Ephesians, uh, the 10th verse will probably be my mission statement for the range. 
Wow. For we are God's workmanship created, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Amen. Uh, so it's, and it's, it's about embracing the right now as well as the uh, future, but not, not to stay stuck on what was. Yes. What, city, what, city, what city do you live in now? I'm in New Orleans right now, and the uh, range is in a uh, community in a city called Kentwood, which is about 75 miles north of uh, New Orleans. Know where that is? So I'm looking to uh, to minister to people in New Orleans in the metropolitan New Orleans, Baton Rouge, and yeah. Jackson, Jackson, Mississippi area. Mm -hmm. All right. Did you say something already? I can't remember. I did. I'm, I was so blessed by the word that I, I just, all I could say was, can we call him out of retirement? Oh yeah, that was beautiful. <laughs> but Miss Geneva. I, as, as I see. Uh, huh? After Laquita, Miss Geneva, I thought she was finished, honey. Oh, no, I'm done. I'm done. Go ahead. Oh, I just want to say the word was just awesome. And um, I'm from Shreveport, Louisiana family down there. All right. Baton Rouge. And so what you spoke on uh, about the gun range is so, um, so amazing because my son was thinking about the same thing. We need to, you know, weapons. We don't, um, everybody um, ostracize the fact that our, we don't know how to use weapons. Our children don't know how to use weapons. And by that, it's something, a gift that we teach our children because back in the Southern states, you know, that's, you know, we basically, uh, weapons were a way of hunting and- A way of life, a, right? A way of life. And so by that, you know, they were taught that. They were taught right. that, it's just that we haven't taught our children how to use these weapons the correct way. That's to protect, right. To protect our families. And by that, um, that gun range is gonna go a long way. That's something I'd love to get to get to know about because back in Shreveport, that's what we're doing with the SHT is basically having that type of style of um, um, teaching our families not to use those weapons, but teaching their children not to use those weapons in the wrong way because the mm -hmm. gun laws are differently. You know, they're so different. You know, right. and so by that, they're just going crazy down there, taking their lives the wrong way. Instead of right. teaching those children the right way how to use those guns, you know? Uh, yeah, amen. So amen. I, 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 I glorify in that that gift that you're doing. It's, it's wonderful. It's really Bless God. Pray for me. Pray for me. I will pray for you. Teach me how Thank to you. use the guns. Don't come up with a gun thing. I'm hey. calling on Laquita. Me too. Me too. I, I am a, a retired correctional officer. And I um, am well trained on guns. And I'll be Great. honest, I was all into your background about this range. I'm trying to go around your head and nice. read it all. I was writing it all down. Oh, in the background. I, go, I even went on Google. I started Googling. I'm like, okay, range, guns. You know, mm -hmm. I, believe me, I was all up in that. All nice. in my business, huh? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, I love it. I'm, I'm glad I revealed it. Ain't no secrets here. There ain't no secrets here. Amen. Amen. If there's nothing else, then we're going to go ahead and close up. I think my 
last words before I call on evangelists to pray us out is to just say thank you, um, Pastor King, for one, for coming and be willing to, to speak to us because you didn't have to do it, especially when you're in retirement. I know Laquita said, I don't want thank nothing you. that remind me of what I used to do. I don't want to be obligated to nothing. But you're here and you're willing. And, and as you can see, um, we love you. Um, I want you guys to know, I don't know, a lot of you don't know me back then, but many of you do. We had taken uh, a U-Haul truck, riding it up there for the Katrina disaster. Mm. And the truckload of things, I sent di six different trucks, different places. And when I got there, our money situation was not set up the way it was. And we were having a problem getting back. Mr. James was talking about, let's stand mm. on the side of the road and let's panhandle and put some gas in here and come back. Everything just did not go the way it was planned, but we got the stuff um, there. I think we ended up stopping in Texas somewhere. I can't remember. Houston, but, Houston, yeah. Yes, yeah. but it was Patrick Keene who didn't know everything about me. He stood up to the plate and was willing to help. Um, we were at the same place I think Beyonce was or something, and her, her pastor, and he helped us to to get back. And then when I got back, boy, he schooled me. He said, next time <laughs> he started giving me plans on how to do things. And he's always been a brainchild to a lot of the ideas and he challenges my thinking and I learn a lot from him. And so I personally just mm -hmm. want to say um, thank you for being that kind of friend. You're, you've been amazing over the years. Amen. I love you. And ain't nothing you could do about it. Amen. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> you can do about it. Evangelist, would you like to pray us out? Yes. Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, we come to you today just to say thank you, Lord. As we close out on our service today, oh God, God, we just thank you for a wonderful message, God, that brought forth of the man of God. God, I ask that you continue to bless him each and every direction that you can, God overflow his blessings right now in the name of Jesus, God. Whatever he needs from you, oh God, let it be known to him, God. In the name of Jesus, God, I ask that you cover him with your anointing precious blood from the crown of his head to the soles of his feet, oh God. God, touch him right now in the name of Jesus. Watch over him and his family. Whatever he has done in his life, God, what he need, what he's going to do, God. God, continuing to bless his business, oh God, in the name of Jesus, God. We just thank you, oh Lord. God, as I close out this prayer, oh God, I ask that you watch over each and every member that is on this line today, God. Watch over my pastor, oh God, in the name of Jesus, God. Watch over our pastor, oh God, in the name of Jesus, God. Continue to cover her with your precious blood, oh God. In the yeah. name of Jesus, whatever the enemy tries to come against her, it shall be blocked in the name of Jesus, God. We coming yes. against him right now in the name of Jesus. He is under our feet, God. In the name of Jesus, yeah. God, we Jesus. just thank you. We glorify your name, God. Your word is so worthy to be praised, God. Watch over our children, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Watch over our children, the music that they hear, oh God, in the name of Jesus, God. God, we just ask that you cover them with your precious blood, God. 
whatever they want to be in life, God, let it be known to them, oh God. God, because our children are smart, God, block out every negativity that yes. may come their way in the name of Jesus, God. We just thank you. We love you and we adore you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen, amen, amen. 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 God bless you. Thank you. Thank you.